0: You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass moen Anderson on ninety-three-three and AM five-sixty, KWTO. All right, we're back with um, Christian County Commissioner Brad Jackson. Bradley Jackson is what the um, ladies calling. Is what we established <laughs> a little bit ago, and uh, we're going to be talking about Senate Bill one hundred and ninety. Um, and before we do that, though, I got to tell you, you are an elected official. Um, I haven't been able to get anything done here in the studio. This is a hostile work environment. I just wanted to let you know that. Well, I, I
1: tell you what, if I had to come in and deal with a creepy Christmas elf, the devil statue, doll, yeah. yeah,
0: I, I think I would, uh, I don't know, lock the doors, find that, maybe hide it. Get this. I'm the first one in here at 5 a.m. <laughs> I am the one that opens, you know, turns the alarm off and that little creepy doll staring at me. The other day I come in, <laughs> they have it right here in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I find out I know one of the culprits. Yeah, Teresa. She's our, you know, yeah. you know. I think reception. she's probably the main culprit, really. I'm throwing Carla under the bus, but Carla <laughs> was a uh, an accessory to the crime, you, and she just gave herself up. She comes over here again with the creepy yep. doll mm-hmm. and like shows it to me, smiles real big. This is the kind of working. Where can I file a complaint at, um, Commissioner? Oh, I don't know. I already I thought this was going to be a hostile work environment. where <laughs> you have two hours against one Nixie. Well, oh. it is. Oh. well, yeah. well these odds are even. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll take you. Offset it with a marshfield guy here there you go so, yeah, that's right so. the blue jays the go blue jays i'll give <laughs> yeah. you the number to the complaint department after the show <laughs> i would like that don is the like switzerland that. of this <laughs> <laughs> so anyway hey but we are all christian county um there you go there you so go we can there do you that. Go, yeah. and we're talking about this this senate bill 190 yes sir so here's the deal for those that those who haven't been listening i'm going to give the 10 second and you can kind of explain more i mean basically we're going to be cutting the taxes of seniors give us the freezing freezing the taxes freezing. yeah yeah so so Senate Bill 190 was proposed
1: uh in in the Senate obviously being a Senate bill and passed in uh the House and the Senate and signed by the governor this past year and uh basically what it does is it it freezes the assessment well no take that back it, the assessment cycle will still happen on all properties but it freezes the payment so as property taxes naturally increase uh over the years the seniors will stay at where they're at right now So once you're in, and there's a lot of pieces of the bill that, that probably need to be fixed, but as it stands right now, if you're 62 years of age and you are eligible, eligible for social security retirement benefits, you'll qualify for this credit. They call it a credit. So, uh, in years future, if let's just use round numbers, if your property tax bill this year is a thousand dollars and two years from now it goes to $1,200, you'll get a $200 credit on your bill. The assessment still needs to happen through the assessor's office so real estate agents will know what property values are if properties go up for sale. Um, you you have to have the tracking measure of what all the properties are worth in your county. But when you go to pay your bill, you have to show $1,200, $200 credit, amount due $1,000. So it's an effort to help our seniors that are struggling in, in our communities making ends meet as the prices of everything go up and they're on – limited incomes
0: based off their
1: retirement uh income
0: yeah so you know you're looking at they're in and that's a good word they're freezing they're so freezing like, you know whatever your assessment is at that time so for example 62 years old that'll be done in like the next eight months and so um, uh try eight years my, eight years. Oh, my bad did i misunderstand that? Yeah. I'm sorry eight years. About that. okay so a person who is a senior um and and this is all throughout the state you know it I it's, first, it's county by county yeah so but i remember first hearing about it here in green county mm-hmm. and then we you know we've been talking with christian county about it you know so because property values are just going up as you see all these new homes going in these new you know enterprise i mean these these little rural areas the property values just shooting through the roof
1: sure so it, so as we have so many people moving in and we have our population is exploding The The value of the properties, the natural value of the properties, has almost doubled in a lot of cases. So now you have a lot of seniors that maybe they bought their house 20, 30, 40 years ago. They're still living in that home, but now technically it's worth twice as much as it was. Well, assessments trail or they track uh, appraised values. And, And so now some of these people, their property values have have doubled and they're on limited incomes yeah. based off their retirement. And so it was an effort trying to help the seniors. There are a lot of flaws in the bill, and we can go in-depth into a lot of those flaws. We've begged the state legislature to take this up. I believe there are some pre-filed bills uh, for this year to address those. We've asked those to be expedited. I know myself and, and our presiding commissioner in Christian County, as well as other commissioners, will be going up to Jeff City to try to help them uh, see these as priorities so that we can take care of our seniors. Yeah.
0: So – Brad, I mean, yes, sir. this has been a very difficult issue to work through because of what you just mentioned. Mm. But, uh, you know, in the end, you want to, you want to help your seniors in, in the county, and that's what you were able to do. But, uh, but you, I, I know you're hoping that this would be much more clarified because other counties are going through the same issue you guys just went through. Yeah. This, the state
1: legislature, you know, I think they, what they put forward and and I'm, I'm, I'm a harsh critic of our state legislature, uh, I just am because they make a lot of decisions in Jefferson city that impact us down here locally and they don't care well, they want to or they, they don't the think about it. They know. want to get the votes. You know? <laughs> and, and that's what happened with this bill. Hey, we're going to, we're going to yeah. take care of our seniors. We all know, and there were numerous bills to help take care of senior citizens, but they never thought about the impact that would take. So they put forward a bill that got rammed through in the last week of session And then they put it all on us to figure it out. And that's what we've been struggling with for months is trying to figure out the process steps.
0: What's the matter with ready, fire, aim? I mean, you got a problem with that? (laughs) Is that what I'm hearing you say? As
1: an an infantry soldier, I don't fire until I see the whites of their eyes, you know. I mean, you know, here's the thing. There are are multiple flaws, and and I want to protect our taxing districts as well. So me putting my signature on this line, and it was my motion to adopt, and, and I voted you know, with, with enthusiasm to help our seniors, cause I take care of a senior. My mother is a senior and I'm, I'm her power of attorney and I, I have to pay those bills and I know how tight you it bet. can be. My mom is too. Yeah. And, and you know, so we want to take care of them, but we don't want to harm our taxing districts in the same. And so I beg the state legislature, if you want to, and, and a certain person that's running for governor, if you want to really help the people of Missouri, start taking care and, and hacking at the budget that you manage, you know, yeah. start hacking at the Missouri state budget. You know, this thing, it's not just their property taxes, but it also eliminated the income tax on their, on their social security retirement benefits. But, uh, you, you know, we have Bill Igel running for yeah, governor Bill wants to, wants to abolish property tax, personal property time. tax.
0: And I get it. That sounds good. But, I mean, a lot of us, let's be real. Yeah. And when he says it, he says there's a lot of money there. He taught, I mean, cause I've had him sit in that seat that you're sitting in yeah. and I'm over here going, come on, man, I want to pay less taxes. I want, I want to pay less taxes too. Now, but I have a responsibility
1: in Christian County that I help out my entire side of the county and I'll help out the entire county. So I'll use one, in, uh, one piece of information here. If you look at Chadwick Fire Protection District, they operate on $63,000 a year. That's all they have. If you eliminate personal property tax in the state of Missouri, you now reduce their budget to $42,000 a year. How can they provide a service to their citizens on that? So I'm begging Bill Igle, why don't you make some changes? Why don't you eliminate the personal property tax state portion? You know, that .030 yeah. on on everybody's property tax bill. If the state is so in flux with cash then you need to start making those changes. Eliminate the personal property tax that the state collects. Eliminate the real estate tax that the state collects. Eliminate income tax at the state level. And let us figure out down here at the county level how to best serve our citizens and provide service to our citizens. And if we can find those abilities to reduce those taxes, we'll do it. But we need to take care of local
0: first and then go outwards. Okay. I'm an average common sense brother. And I'm going to tell you this. I love what you're saying here. I've heard Bill Igel sit and tell me his side of it. Here's, here's the common sense person thought. Why don't you guys get in a room and talk about this stuff? Because here's the reality of it. I'm on the school board in Nixa, mm-hmm. and I've seen these taxing districts. I've talked to them, the fire and all this and that stuff. And they didn't know what was going on here at the state level because, like you said, it was rammed down the throats. And then they hadn't even talked to the, the county commissioners. And now I think since then, you guys have now gone and talked and worked it out. And I know it was a tough decision for you all, um, you know, three of you guys. And I think it was a two to one vote, you know, yes, which I, I realize I, I've seen that, but the average person is sitting here going, why can't we cut taxes? We're spending too much of our money. We're sending too much. I want every tax cut that I can get. And if there's money out there, there's all this waste. We're spending $8 million for a stupid bridge over here on commercial. And I and, and they tell me, well, that comes from a different budget. I don't care. A third of my, my paycheck is going to taxes. You guys get in the room, work it out so I can get a break.
1: Absolutely. And I'd love that opportunity. And, and it all starts when, when the state legislature looks at their budget and they see that they have a, a mass amount of revenue setting their idle. You know, they've got a, a, an overrun of funds. They need to start doing the cutting first. But when you get down to all these small taxing districts and, and not all of them are perfect, I, I, you know, I understand and we can make cuts at the local level. I'm struggling to pave roads in Eastern Christian County. With the amount of money that I have, I can't keep up with with road improvements. Wait, that's in those dark area. Yeah, I'm okay with that. teasing. And so you know, those are the things that that I have as as a job to do. I've got to make sure that we we take care of the infrastructure locally. I got to make sure when you get to the state level and even the federal level, if we've got two hundred million dollars that we can just send on a whim over to Ukraine, yeah. how could that two hundred million dollars benefit the citizens? And that's one thing I love about yeah. Donald Trump. We take care of America first, and then we'll help out where we can. I want to take care of Christian County first, specifically the east side, but I'll help everybody on the west side. You know, there's <laughs> the west for us. Over there, there, there's, <laughs> the, there's the west side and the best side <laughs> oh I'm on the west side. You know, <laughs> but, but I'm all about I'm all about local control. You know, yes. I, I I love Will Sharp's message. The minute he gets elected, if elected, he's going to investigate Desi. He wants to take on and yeah. give local control back to our school districts. That's what we need. Cut out some of the bureaucracy in Jefferson City and let us run our counties, our cities, our taxing districts down here locally as local as possible, with less rules being smashed down our throats, limiting us or requiring us. You know at the school district that you are, you are more than likely, and I don't know a lot about your school district, but I'm going to assume it's similar to the ones I'm familiar with. There's a lot of top heaviness in administration, yeah. and a lot of that is mandated by Desi because they want to track this, track that, offer this, offer that, and who ends up paying for it? All of our local ta- all of our local taxpayers, and it's mandated yeah. by the bureaucracy that started. You know, up in Jeff City with the Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, that's got eighteen hundred employees and how many millions
0: of dollars yeah. worth of budget to cram rules and regulations down your throat at the school district? You're not wrong. I'm going to say that, but I'm just going to go back to this. Yeah, even if, so, whether we're making these decisions at the state level and they're deciding, or the federal level, or even the local level, I just want communication. Sure. Because I saw in Amen. this process, you guys are not doing that, and it needs it now. I'm, I give you guys some credit because I saw it with the county here and the taxing districts, you start to do that. But that's the way it should be all around. and so sure. That's what I'll say on that. Yeah. So last word
1: to you. Oh, on Senate Bill 190, we try to be transparent and, and, and communicate with all of it. We invited every single taxing district to come in and sit down with us and talk with us as we navigated through Senate Bill 190. We don't know what the, what the damage is going to be to any of the school districts or any of the other taxing districts when this goes into effect because we won't see any any real good true numbers for a couple of years. Yeah. We know that the the amount of revenue that's coming in right now is growing every single year for all of our taxing districts just due to the natural growth. So when you start freezing, it could be four to six years before we even know what that, that cut yeah. is to the, to any of the taxing yeah. districts. So,
0: well, um, we're talking to Christian County Commissioner Brad Jackson. You got time to stick around? I got another segment. I'm talk about with Tom some of the homelessness. You got time to stick I around? got, I got plenty of time. Let's, Let's keep yes, sir. you around then. So, Hey, good to have you here. And that's Thank what we'll you. do next. Um, California lawmaker he's blaming capitalism on homelessness. <laughs> Shame on capitalism. I, I'm just like baffled at this stuff. But then we'll get to the morning dump. Stick around here. Um, great show happening. Bradley Jackson he's going to be with us. Stay here. K W T O. Make up Springfield. <laughs>